Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Paradigm 132 Podcast. I'm your humble and gracious host, Rashad Horn. And on today's episode, I want to talk about a topic that has been on my mind for a while. And I want to talk about the psychology, just the mindset, not going too, too in depth, but just the psychology behind essentially going out on your own, you know, taking a risk to invest in yourself, to take all of the knowledge and resources that you have at your disposal and actually putting them into action and actually working it, right? So I want to talk about that. And this topic discussion was spurred on by a conversation that I was listening to on a podcast that I listened to called the Fast Track Podcast. And if you haven't, you should go over and listen, subscribe to it. Um, Three very, very intelligent individuals um, are the host of the podcast. So go check it out. It's available on all platforms. And so the topic essentially in theirs was what are you to do or how should you feel when people who are in your immediate circle, your 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 friends, your immediate friends, your immediate family, how are you supposed to feel or how are you supposed to react essentially to them not supporting you for your goal or what it is that you're trying to achieve? You know, how are you supposed to take that? And so what I thought about is I said, well, let's take it a little bit deeper. I want to take it a little bit deeper. I want to think about the actual mindset behind them thinking that way, right? Because obviously, when you really think about it, it should be natural. It should be a natural instinct for people to want you to try things, for people to want you to 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 do things. One of the things that my father tells me all the time is that in which my father has had a a great life, you know, to if I want to just kind of summarize it, it's been a good life based on the upbringing that he had. He's he's a true success story in my eyes, right? My mother too, right? And so one of the things that he always tells me is he said, you know, I want you to be better than me. And as a a parent, which I'm not a parent, but when I become a parent, that's one of the things that I want to tell my child. I want you to do better than me. And in order for and in order for me to make that a possibility is for me to disseminate, give you all of the information that I didn't have at a certain age, so you are further ahead in the game than I was, right? So, getting back to the topic, the mindset, right? So somehow the mindset gets gets tripped up, and so one of the the uh, hosts on the Fast Track podcast talked about how their their father essentially was kind of, you know, not necessarily behind her in some of her endeavors, right? And so what she came to the realization, and what I came to the realization of as well as I got older, is that our parents come from a different era, right? They come from a different era. And they come from what we, what I want to call the old guard. And the old guard is, 
go to school, get a degree, get a job, retire, right? If you have, you know, depending on the type of job you have, you may go on a vacation, you know, get you a house, you know, nice little house, you know, kids go to school and, and stuff like that. And so that guard and that particular paradigm changed in the year 2000, in my opinion. It changed in 2000. And what happened in 2000 is what we call when the internet really, you know, came, right? It, it was it, it was new at the time, and, you know, people didn't understand it. So you fast forward to it's 2020. So it's a lot more understanding of the internet now. It's a lot more understanding of the analytics. It's a lot more information available for you to essentially... If you have time, which you should have time, whatever it is that you want to do, if you truly want to do something, you'll find time to do it. So let me let me rephrase that. I don't want to say that you should have time because a lot of people are extremely, extremely busy. But if you are truly, truly willing to do something, then you will find time to learn it. So personal situation for myself. Recently, I made an investment in myself and something that I like to do aside from um, writing books. I have another book coming out this year. I haven't decided on the date yet, but I'll let you guys know when it does come out. But um, by profession, I'm a truck driver. So I went back and forth about um, getting the truck. And the way that I did it probably isn't necessarily probably the best way to do it. But at the same token, I felt that I had the resources available to me that I would that it was a no brainer for me to do it that way. Right. So what bothered me about the entire process is because essentially I've, I've been driving for five years and so, obviously, the first year, if for anyone that drives or, or whatever the situation, I may be talking over some people's head or some people might not understand what I'm saying. But the first year is like, you know, a lot of people, when you get the um, license and stuff, you get around certain individuals that say, oh, man, you should go get your own truck. You should get your own truck. And so you hear it and you're like, yeah, I should get my own truck, right? But the problem is, is that, if you don't do the research, if you don't seek out the information to find out the ways to do it, things to look out for, and stuff like this. Now, obviously, ultimately, things aren't necessarily going to go as planned, but it's better to be as prepared as possible than to just go into something blind, right? So, so that's what I spent year one all the way up until year five doing, researching, 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 researching. And one of the things that my parents used to say is, well, you know, that's what you want to do, you know, um, take some time, you know, you know, maybe you should wait a little while. And so, at the, you know, and my thing was, is at, at first I was like, yeah, you're right. I should, you know, take some time. But then I just got to the point to where I was like, I still got more stuff to learn, right, as far as doing this, but I feel that the level of expertise, the mindset that I have, the understanding of what's going on now, 
I feel I have a good enough grasp on it now to where I can just go ahead. I can go. I can get the first phase out the way. And the first phase is actually getting the the truck right. And so it goes back to the mindset because one of the things that people, when you do something that's not in their paradigm or their mindset, the first thing they're going to say is like, well, are you sure you want to do that? Who do you know that's doing it? Or they may just be lying. They just may say, you know, it just may tell you anything, right? And so my wife and my mother say I'm a smart aleck, right? And so what I'll say back to them, because my mother and my, my wife, they're far more formally educated than myself, and I'll kick back and say, well, y'all took a gamble going to going to college and stuff like that. You know, there's no 100% guarantee. The only thing that's guaranteed at, you know, at that is, is debt, right? That's, that's the guarantee. And I look at this investment the same way. If it doesn't work, the only thing you're going to have is some debt. So you just have to get it paid back. But, but, it, but it's, it's supposed to push you to do that, right? So the mindset, right? So my parents, you know, grew up in the 70s and 80s and things of that particular nature, fresh off the heels of the last civil rights movement and things of that particular nature. And obviously the plan for the day was to, you know, go to school, get an education, you know, get a job because they, they grew up in the era which based on everything that I've read and researched is that they grew up in one of the the greatest era in American history, the manufacturing boom, you know, all of those particular things like that. And a lot of them are retiring now. And so I'm not here to try to change their outlook, but it gets bothersome at times when me being a more outward thinker, an outward thinker, it kind of bothers them because they are thinking inward, right? They they are being they're looking at it from, well, what's the safest bet? What's the safest bet? And one of the things that I always think about, and I, I you know I tell my parents this all the time, you know, anytime they say it, as I say, well, people create people created jobs. These the jobs that you have, someone created that. And their kids are benefiting from that creation, right? And so now is the time with the, with the with the information. I should be I should be looking to do something like that on my own, right? I should be looking to do that because I always looked at it from the standpoint as like I could go to my job tomorrow, and something could just rub me the wrong way. And I'm fired or something like that. So what is my what is my what is my backup plan? Right? What is my backup plan? I mean I have a degree, you know, for what it's worth, but I, it's not something I just fall, you know, I can just fall back on, especially in the area that I live in. So I always try to look at it from that standpoint. So I look at it if you if you try to get yourself self employed and things of that particular nature and try to make that that move then the mindset begins to change. And again, getting back to the point, so I feel, I, I tell this to my wife all the time, my wife, 
talks about stuff, and I and I tell her, I say, look, there's so many opportunities out here, but you just can't be closed-minded about it. Like the other night, we were looking, and I told her, I said, because my wife gets a lot of compliments on on her hair. She's she's natural, and a lot of women comment, you know, ask her what is she using her head, and you know all of these particular things like this, and as the women say, goals and stuff like that. And so we were just laying down, and I just went on YouTube, and I said, what are some of the products that you use? And she started telling me some of the products, so I typed them in on YouTube, and I said, look, there's women doing reviews on these on these same products that you're using, right? And so look at the views. A lot of these women are monetizing this. This, this could be a side hustle. And all you're doing is reviewing products, right? So you could, you it's... It's so many different things that you can do. And I try to tell her that because what I don't want to do is for us to have a child and the child comes into a world that's going to be far more advanced at an earlier stage than it was for me growing up, especially with the advancement at the rapid pace that artificial intelligence is moving and all of the forward projections that they have for uh, artificial intelligence. I can't have my child come into this world thinking the same thing that or being taught the same thing that I was taught when I was younger, which was go to school, get a job, that's your safety net, boom, you know, retire, get old and, you know, go dig a hole and put you in a box and put you down in there. And so the thing, one of the things that I told my wife is that she has relatives and one of her relatives, uh, her aunt, she has her own business. Her uncle, he works a job, but he has his own business as well. And so I told her, I said, I look at your cousins and look at the mindset difference. I said, three of your cousins, they they have their mindset on doing something for themselves. They have a side hustle. You have one cousin that's going to school to be a dentist. She wants to have her own dentist office. You have another cousin that wants to be a, he's an artist, Right. I don't want to just put him in a box and say he's just a, a rapper or something like No, he's an artist, right? And then you have the other cousin who just got a doctoral, but she runs a program where she's helping kids prep for the ACT, and I'm sure she's going to expand on that. So I said, so that's not something that just came just because they woke up one day and just said, hey, this is what I want to do. It's like, no, you get to see that every single day. You get to see it. You get to see your mother having her own business, you know, setting her own hours, um, employing people, you know, helping people, you know, she does childcare. So you're 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 actually helping children at the infancy at their first stages. And obviously at that particular age, children aren't able to really decipher what's going on, but in reality, if the child was able to decipher that, or if they got a little bit older and was able to decipher, you say, hey, I went to a a daycare, and that woman, that was hers. She owned it. She was an entrepreneur, right? So that's the mindset. And then I say I use myself in this as, as an example. I didn't, necess- I didn't see that. My mother worked. My father worked. They both had good jobs. And obviously, I tell anyone that I want to be just like my dad. Right, I want to be just like him. The same field of work that he did, or you know, currently doing. That's what I want to do. But 
I'm at the point now where I'm like, that's not necessarily a possibility. Like, it's a short-term possibility where I could actually do that, but in the long run, that's not sustainable. So I have to do things now that are going to be sustainable because, like I said, when I have children, I want them to see and say, oh, my father has his own business. Oh, my mother, she has her own business. You know, they're employing people and helping people, right? So that's what I want my children to see. So that way that mindset dies with me. It dies with me, the mindset of, and school should be optional. I, I'm, a, I'm going out on a limb to say that school should be optional, right? Because I always tell my wife, I said, if you really, because she studies psychology, I said, you're studying, that y'all study individuals who essentially weren't scholars. They weren't, they, they were scholars, but they, they weren't necessarily formal scholars. They just did a bunch of research themselves. They were interested. And that's how a lot of individuals are, you know, that, that we study. And people just advance off of them because you get them into the school and they study the same thing, and then they build off of it. But the origin essentially is individuals who weren't necessarily PhDs or all this particular different stuff like that. So, but... That's a different discussion for a different day. But the whole thing is mindset, right? And so I feel like obviously it's very imperative for, especially for us as African Americans, um, for that particular mindset to be something that we push. Because obviously every child isn't going to want to necessarily be entrepreneur. Every child isn't going to want to be a business owner or something like that. But it's good to have two options instead of one. Because for far too long, the only option has been go to school, get a job. Whereas if you got two options, you at least have a 50-50 chance. Like, okay, well, I can go to school, get a job, or I could take that time, especially with the advent of the Internet and everything is essentially at your fingertips. I can learn how to market. I can learn how to sell. I can learn how to generate customers. I can learn this. I can learn that. Um, there's individuals out here that are on the internet that have results and they're offering like little master courses or whatever like that for the same thing that you would pay for a a class in college, right? But the thing about that is, is that <clears throat> if you apply it the way they, they tell you to apply it, you'll see results, right? Whereas a lot of times when, like I said, with the school and everything like that, you may or may not see it. So I feel like it's a higher percentage with the entrepreneurship thing if you if you had the same dedication. Because I tell my wife this, I said she's doing online classes. I say you get your assignment Sunday and it's due the next Sunday. And I said so between Sunday and Sunday you got a schedule. You're gonna do this this day, that that day, and then as the week goes on you're gonna be starting to wrap it up. I said, but the thing about it is, is that you're in the school, you have some structure. And so that's, that has to be the same way it is if you're doing entrepreneurship or business or something like that. It has to be in a structure. You have to be self-disciplined. You have to say, look, I may have to spend eight or nine hours doing this. And I'm guilty that I'm still trying to work on that myself, trying to 
dedicate that much time to things because I try to do stuff in such a rapid pace. I try to do stuff quickly. I try to do something. Like, I'm working on a, a script right now, and I'm trying to hurry up and write it. But at the same time, if I take my time, I can catch, you know, flaws. I can catch things that I can change and stuff like that. Same way with the books. I take my time with it. I dedicate four or five hours to writing, you know, each day or whatever like that. And, and that's what you get out of it. And the same thing with this this podcast here. You're going to get out of it what you, what you put in it. So, um, so it's just, it kind of, that's how, that's how it works, the mindset. And so I was listening to the radio the other day and it was a guy that was saying that he was coming in to do hypnosis and it was, the hypnosis was supposed to, the, the purpose of it is to help curve people from smoking. And so one of the, what he said that really stuck out to me was that if your mind, if you're a smoker, if your mind is thinking about smoking, then essentially that's what you're going to do. You're going to want to be a smoker. But if we can get your mind to think as a person who doesn't want to smoke or doesn't want to be a smoker, then that's where you can truly make a breakthrough. And so, you know, it's kind of his thing is hypnosis. And so it's kind of the same thing right now. You know, just look at it from, a you know, instead of, having a watch waving in front of someone's face, it's like you have to make the concerted effort yourself to say, look, this is not going to be um, what defines me. This isn't going to be something that I want to prolong into the next generation. I don't want this mindset to be thought about whatsoever. And so obviously, you know, when we were younger, you know, for those that are around my age, you know, we were selling candy, you know, um, newspaper routes for those who are a little bit older, lemonade stands. But now kids are, their businesses are super lucrative now, you know, video games and stuff like that. And all type of other little things, tour reviews and stuff like that. So their first businesses are a lot different than what our businesses were. And again, I say that is due to the Internet. And all these different apps and things like that. And like I said, I'm 29, going to be 30 next month. And it's so much stuff. And I try, I, I'm not saying I'm a tech savvy person, but there's a lot of stuff that I see. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. But I need to learn how to do that. That needs to be in my wheelhouse, right? It needs to be in my wheelhouse. Because if I put that together, then essentially I can make I can turn it, I can use my creativity and turn it into what it is that I want. So I just have to learn the basics of it. So in conclusion, it's just the mindset has to change, right? The mindset has to change. You have to be able to decipher that. And not all parents, again, all people of that particular age think that way because there are a lot of people who were, who are that age who were saying that, hey, we need to have a business. You know, we we need we need to do something. We need to be self reliant to to a certain extent. You know, so not all of them are like that, but that particular mindset I don't feel like is prevalent, right? But I feel like my generation and generations younger than us, we're actually ushering in the the fifty fifty, and it may get to a point to where. The only option is you have to create something, right? 
because information is being updated and the stuff is being changed so fast to the point that I don't think they could print out the textbooks fast enough, right? But if you're looking at the internet, then, you, you know, reading, you can change it just that quickly because, like, you know, you got essentially up-to-date, you know, minute-by-minute, blow-by, you know, blow-by-blow um, type of occurrences and things of that particular nature. But that's the end of this week's podcast. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Like it, share it, subscribe. And I'll be back to you again next week. Peace.